Hello everyone and welcome back to Nerd Talk. Today we're going to be talking about John Wick 4, giving you guys our thoughts on John Wick 4. The latest episode of Mando, which is Mandalorian, Season 3, Episode 4, or Chapter 20, I think. And we might we could talk a little bit about Dungeons & Dragons as well, because we got to see that a little early. And yeah, uh, before we get into all that though, the main news of this week is Jonathan Majors apparently like beat the tar out of his girlfriend. Thought she uh, recanted. Uh, yeah, she did, but <laughs> who knows with all that stuff, you know, a lot of that stuff happens. So I believe the story was that, like, she saw him on his phone talking to another girl and wanted to see his phone, and then he just, like, John Wichter. Like, he <laughs> just freaking pulled all the moves on her. <laughs> but then apparently, like, uh, his lawyer was like, nah, he didn't do all that. And then she, like, I guess recanted, um... But then, like, everyone and their mom on Twitter came out and was like, I worked with Jonathan Majors in 1957, and he was abusing people back then. And, like, so there's, like, a lot of uh, people, depending what you what stock you put into people's word on Twitter, which generally isn't a lot, uh, is he has, like, a history of doing this stuff behind the scenes, but no one ever wanted to out him for some reason. So I don't know. I don't know. I Of I course... Sorry, go ahead. I I saw the U.S. Army pulled their ad. They just they just released with him. Yeah, because like obviously I hope none of this is true and no one got hurt or anything. But it would be very funny <laughs> if Marvel hinged their whole future on this guy that just like goes ten rounds with his girlfriend every week. <laughs> like if Marvel just hinged it on this dude. That, you know, is very much equal rights and equal lefts. That would be very funny. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, Kevin Feige was immediately, like, sent his lawyers over and had her recant that statement. It was like, Jonathan Majors didn't do anything, okay? He didn't do anything wrong. Like, this dude's on the come up, you know? He's been in a lot of stuff. Creed Three being Kang. Like, he had his plane movie last year, which I enjoyed. And then this happens. Like, ooh. Like, the whole future of Marvel, you know? And it, uh, we'll see. I'm sure it won't affect him that much. It'll, I don't think it will. With the life. whole recanted thing, I don't think it I will. I mean, hell, Ezra Miller's tried his best to get canceled, and they will not get rid of him. So yeah, He's got mental he, health problems, okay? And he and he kidnapped somebody. Like, he's no, kidnapped they did people. that willingly, okay? That well, was, yeah, they did that willingly. Ask the island of Hawaii how they, how they feel about Ezra Miller. And Ian, he's got, you can't make fun of people with mental health problems. They can't help it, okay? He just needs a I therapy session, and I that's want. it. He just needs a mental health. That red carpet, that red carpet is gonna be glorious. I'm sure WB is gonna scan every person doing interviews and make sure they oh, one yeah, person asking the question. Uh, yeah, Jonathan Majors' lawyer claims he is completely innocent, is disprovably the victim of an altercation with a woman he knows. Oh, she, so she abused him, pulled the the Uno reverse there. Yeah, he was like, no, that was actually you. Yeah, I, that was me. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't think there's anything else to happen this week, so I guess we can move on. John Wick 4, we'll do a quick no spoilers, and then we'll get into spoilers, and I will have timestamps in the description if you want to avoid spoilers, so that way you don't have to worry about that. So, quick no spoilers. It's really good. It lives up to the hype. I like it a lot. Uh, I had so much fun with this movie. I rewatched the first three in, 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 like, in the couple days leading up to seeing this uh, this past Thursday. And uh, this is really good. I would say it's my third favorite of the John Wicks. I think I like the first two better, and then I like this one uh, more than three. I like all of them, though. They're all really good. And, yeah, I just had a great time. The action's really good. The story's really good. I like the new characters in it. Um, it's a freaking great time. The action, like, there's no other modern movie really doing, like, just combat scenes like 
the John Wick movies do, and it's just great. Okay, yeah, I'll say combat scenes because I, I still prefer the action in Mission Impossible. I think they do better action. Um, well, their action's different. Uh, yeah, that's what but I yeah, mean. Because the combat, com- I think. There's one. There's one scene in this movie that's really great that they like do a whole new way they do this scene, which is awesome. Um, I thought it was really good. It's probably my second. I don't really remember the second or third. They kind of blend together. The first one's the best by a mile. It's like a perfect movie. Um, it's hard to you can't really beat the first one. Um, I honestly couldn't tell you what happens with the third one, and I don't really remember the second one. So I think this one is my second favorite. Uh, I had more issues with this film than Dylan did. I think it's entirely too long, and I think there's some there's some stupid stuff in the movie, but it's still a great time. There's some great action in it. Uh, John Wick's good. I thought some of the characters were good. I didn't care for some of the other new characters. Uh, but it's an entirely good film and by far the best movie I've seen this year. So, um, Definitely it's a best good movie film. this year, yeah. But I, you also don't like long movies in general, like unless it's a masterpiece. No, like, I you, do, you, but this, oh, well, this, this, I, I we can get into the spoilers, my problems with it where you could have cut time, but this, no, this, Because the thing some... is though, like you, like before we go see a movie, if it says like two hours, 50 minutes, well, three hours, you're like, I didn't have to go, uh, I didn't have to go to you're like you groaning. Admit, I, so didn't, let, I didn't go to the bathroom. Unless, yes, I, I know. I gave you props for that afterwards. I was very impressed because generally if a movie is over two hours, Ian pisses at least once like in the middle of the movie, he'll like leave to go take a piss. But, um, yeah, like, but I'm just saying that, like, we'll I'll get tickets for us to go see a movie, and then it'll be like, how long is it? And it'll be like two hours degree. and like 45 minutes, <laughs> and you'll had, be like, oh, it's almost three hours. So unless it's like so literally many, a, mo- a complete masterpiece, you I don't. I had so much sugar coursing through my body because we saw. Keep in mind, we saw it at 11:30 on a Thursday. We didn't see the showing, and we had to work the next day. Yeah. <laughs> so freaking, we didn't get out of theater until 2:45. And I, I had so much sugar coursing through my body to keep me awake. I know. I, I, I'm just saying, in general, I'm okay with three-hour movies, and I'm cool with them. You generally are not, unless it's like a complete masterpiece, and every second is absolutely perfect. You don't see a reason to justify three hours for most movies. That's my observation from the movies we've seen. But anyways, uh, it I, has to be. It has to be exceptional, and I don't think this movie. I think this movie was exceptional. exceptional. I, I don't think, think it was I, really really good. Uh, yeah, we disagree there, but All right. uh, it's still it's still a good movie. I would definitely recommend people to go see it. Yeah. Definitely earns the R value. So well, yeah, all I mean, but all do. the John Wicks do. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. If there's anything else I wanted to say? Non spoilers. Um, the villains okay. Could have been better. I like. I thought the villain was pretty good. It's just the wrap up that I wasn't the biggest fan of with the villain. I thought the villain well, was. Done. I, I thought Skarsgård did a really good job, and I thought he was interesting every time we saw him. It I thought it was just interesting, the... but then I thought, like I guess you said, the wrap up kind of. Yeah, like, the wrap up. Like, I was kind of like, oh, like eh, that could have been doesn't... done better. Um, no. But yeah, uh, especially considering how like other villains like have. I don't remember the trailer, so I don't want to say anything that would be spoiler because I don't really remember. All right, all so the stage of the trailer. So all right then. Well, so basically. Oh, what we're saying is it's really good. Go see it if you can. It's really, really yeah. good. See it on the biggest screen you can. We saw it also in IMAX. We really see in Dolby. We saw it in IMAX because, like, our AMC, the Dolby's better than the IMAX. But because we saw it in our IMAX, like, the theater's a little smaller, and so the sound gets to you more, and I loved it. The sound of this movie's amazing. Oh, the, okay, I will say that. The first opening scene, they're, uh, they're firing pistols, and it sounds like freaking machine gun fires raining down on you, and at least in IMAX, and like, like, we're not used to the IMAX sound, and I was like, these are just pistols, 9 millimeters, and I feel like my, I feel like a machine 9 millimeters is really loud if you're near it. Not so. as loud as that! Yeah, it is. So I was like... You haven't shot no, guns in a while. It's very loud when you're there. Yeah, like, it, any gun is loud when you're, like, actually holding it and firing it. 
Unless you're firing like a little 22. I fired nine millimeters, no ears, and I fired 375, no ears, and I could tell you. Th what's well, a 375, what, what, Ian? You mean a 357? 357, 357. I fired a 375. I can tell you. Well, yeah, there's a big difference there. But yeah, what I'm saying is a 9 mil, so if you're firing much. a 9 mil in succession with like no that. ears, it is loud. It, yes, it is. Not it is loud. loud. Yes, I guarantee loud. if we had you in the theater listening to that John Wick and then we had you go and shoot 9 mil, no ears, it would be louder. I oh, guarantee I that. Yes, yeah, I guarantee those... that. Those things were so loud. Because but... any, basically anything above a twenty-two is like really loud, and you need ears on. Generally, as, as assuming you're well, shooting no, it, that sound without a suppressor. Uh, and also, I guess I guess one of the issues I have with the movie is like John Wick always has a level of like suspend your disbelief to each one of their movies. I just felt there was a couple points in this movie where it just it went even too far for me, where I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't go there. Where I think Dylan could, where I couldn't. I just rewatched so, all three movies, and there's all that in every single. There's one. always that, yes, but I felt like in this movie there was like two or three instances where it went just so far. I was like, I can't, I can't. I no. I completely disagree there. Like, I don't go to John Wick for. I really hope there's a lot of realistic no, stuff in this stuff movie. In, there's still stuff in universe, and then it just yeah. So. No, that. I think they had already said it before this movie, and this lines up perfectly with the universe. I disagree, but it is what it is. So, all right, still a good movie. Go see it. So we're going to get into spoilers now. So spoiler warning, if you have not seen John Wick, this is where you should head out and look at the timestamps in the description and just click to where uh, go, go to where we end the spoiler talk. All right, we're getting into spoilers now. So, uh... John Wick is dead. We're not talking about that to begin with. The beginning, so the beginning opens up with him, you know, with Lawrence Fishburne, and they're, like, he's getting them set up. Because the, the third one ended with uh, Winston shooting him off a rooftop. That's and, the only thing I remember. That's the only thing I remember. Yeah, he got shot off because they had a so they were they went to war with each other. It was uh freaking the New York Continental and John Wick versus the High Table and literally freaking everyone. And they went to a stalemate. We still don't see the High Table in this movie. We don't no, which I like. Yeah, we don't see the High Table. I like that. Um, and so they came to a stalemate. They had a meeting, and essentially when they're talking to the adjudicator, uh, they. Winston's like, yeah, if I get my, I'll get my hotel back and blah, blah, blah. And he just shoots like John Wick to get his hotel back. And John goes flying off the roof and like hits 15 different things on the way down and lands. And then, uh, and then Lawrence Fishburne grabs him and takes him in and he heals him. And this was, so according to the director, uh, he said that the first three movies take place in about a week and a half to two weeks. And then this movie takes place six months later. So this is six months later, John's recovered. And, uh, He's still excommunicado. The they they're all after him. They're tra they want him dead. They're mad that he's not dead because you know Winston didn't kill him. Winston could have shot him in the face, but he didn't. Um, and he goes after the one above the table because in the, the third movie he went to the one above the table to see what he could do to uh, to make things right. And that was when he cut off his ring finger and gave him his ring. And that was kind of the lesson he learned in the third one, which was he kind of, like, sold himself out a bit. He kind of, like, sold a bit of his soul to try to, like, get make things right to get out of this situation he was in. And this one, he's like, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. So he goes, and when he sees the one on the table... I don't even remember that because like I, I like there's a part of the movie where you see his hand and you realize he's missing part of his finger and I was like I don't even remember that happening. Yeah, he did that as a sacrifice <laughs> to him. To I was like, like I don't even remember that happening. Yeah, because he had to give him something and that's what he decided. Uh, he cut off his finger and gave him his uh, his ring, and uh, in this one he goes to get it back, which I liked. 
Um, but when he sees the line on the table, man, that's a completely different actor. And then they had the little line in there, like, just like the elder before me. It's like, oh, they switched in the six months since they've switched who the one above the table is. Okay. Uh, yeah, but I, see, I, like, full disclosure, I didn't even know who that dude was. I remember yeah. there was something in the desert, but I was like, who, why is he going here? Who is it? Because it opens up with, like Dylan said, Lawrence Fishburne monologuing in New York. I, while Lawrence Fishburne's so good for the little parties in this. He's also, so Also, that was hella annoying. John Wick is punching a, uh just a board with rope on it and it's not a it's annoying it's just how loud imax made that oh i, I love was like that. please I love stop that. punching it. i'm getting annoyed with how loud this is he doesn't i loved much. how loud it was but, so it opens there and Boom. then it cuts to dylan like, he's like john you're ready to get to work or something and then it cuts to john chasing them in the yeah, desert with his so, black suit sorry. and he's just killing all those dudes in the desert then he kills the one of them i love that he's like you will not know peace till he's like yeah no and he just like shoots him freaking awesome yeah he kills the dude yeah and then we get all the stuff with the uh was it the Arsaka Continental, the one in Japan, which is really cool? Oh, uh, no, no, yeah, so they go to, no, no, because then it cuts back to, let me cut to Donnie Yen's character, and it's like... Yeah, he's uh, watching his daughter on a bench, and they're like, hey, do this thing for us, and we get our introduction to Skarsgård. He's like, hey, we gave you a name, you know, you gotta do this to keep your daughter safe, otherwise we'll kill her, and uh, so he's like, it's either, okay. It's either you kill him, or your daughter dies, that's yeah. like... And Skarsgård uh, chews up every scene he's in. He's really good. I really like seeing like each scene he's in where he's just like doing all these obnoxious. Well, we haven't rich talked about what happens. Oh, we haven't talked about that. No, we, this is the first time we see him. This is the second time. The first time we see him is when he's talking to Ian McShane. Oh yeah, yeah. When he freaking oh yeah. Yeah. So the first time Ian McShane, he's at his continental Winston, and yeah. Clancy Brown is that guy's name? Yes. Uh, the actor who's got like the coolest voice ever comes up and he's like he delivers a note to him. He's like, I need to speak to the manager. And the concierge's like, okay. And he comes, he's like, you've been something. You have one hour. He's like, get everyone out of the building. And so he's been summoned to talk to, what do they call him, the marquee? I think that's what they call the the marquee. And basically, he's been given authority by the high table to deal with the John Wick problem. So he blows up the New York Continental, and then he kills uh, the concierge. I can't remember the guy's name, but he kills him. Lance Reddick, who's like Tron, I think, in the movie is his name. Who just died to IRL, which is is unfortunate for this movie. Yeah. uh, but he had a good little like part right right before he died. He had a good little line and stuff yeah. like he, he had. So, nice, it just it was sad. He kills him and Winston's pissed because Winston thought they were gonna kill him, but they don't. And he's uh, so he's like he's talking to him. He's like John Wick isn't a problem. The idea of John Wick is a problem. Basically saying that you can go rogue and get away with it. Um, yeah, because the high table was always untouchable until John Wick. Yeah, and now he's so killed. He blo- the, yeah, so a lot, the, multiple people pay the price. So they for blow him the New York Continental. And they kill the concierge, and he's like, you're nothing now. You're not a manager. You're nothing. He just what he tells Winston. And he, walk, and he leaves him. And you're like, okay. That's obviously not going to come back to bite him at all. Um, so then the next time we see him, yeah, is the Donnie Yen part where he's talking to Donnie Yen like over in France because he's French. And uh, Donnie Yen is blind. This is a huge problem I have to the movie that Donnie Yen is blind. The whole stuff. I don't care. Movie. I thought it was cool. I thought it was dumb. Um, but uh, so, yeah, he's like kill John and John Wick and him were used to be friends and used to be assassins together or whatever he's like okay I'll do it and then I don't remember the next scene but that's yeah that's the first time we see him yeah so Skarsgård's the marquee Clancy Brown's the harbinger and yeah they tell him that and then we go to the Arasaka Continental and the Arasaka oh, yeah. Continental is really cool. cool yeah, yeah I, I love, love what's that actor's name I don't know his name but he's uh Hiroki Sonata yeah he's dope yeah, he's great and everything's in. He was the he was one of the best parts of the Wolverine when that like because the villains of that movie oh, sucked, sucks. but he was actually good and he should have. Uh, sucks. No, it doesn't. The director's cut actually really good. He should have been the uh, the main villain in that. But instead, they're like, what if we did a big CGI mech? Anyways, 
Uh, yeah, we get the whole Arasaka Kennel, the build-up and everything, and, like, showing the Arasaka Kennel is done really well. It's really cool. I like it. We see that John Wick meets up with uh, him. He's a, uh, his character is Shimazu. Sh yeah, well, right before that, they say, where would John go? And Donnie ends like, he only has, like, two people left in the world that he would trust with his life. Yeah. And that leads us to here. Because they've known each other for a long-ass time, because his daughter, who looks like she's, like, I don't know, like, 25 or something, is like, Dad, blah, 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 you shouldn't be with John Wick. And he's like, do not talk to me about someone that I've known longer than you've been alive. And it's like, oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, and, so, yeah. So, so, yeah, he's there, and then John shows up, and he's talking to the guy, and while they're there, the, uh, the Marquis men show up, and they're like, we need to investigate the, the this Continental. And they're like, oh, snap, it's gonna go down. And so she gives the order to evacuate everyone from the hotel, and she comes and's like, hey, dude, they're here. He's like, stay with John Wick. I'll go talk to them. So he goes downstairs, and he tells his boys, he's like, be ready, and they grab and, their and, arrows. And, and, and they do exactly what was done in the third one, where they set the lighting, where the, everything turns green, like the lights goes off, they have the neon green stuff, which is what uh, happened in John Wick 3 with the New York Continental when the high table attacked. I thought that was cool. Like, each Continental has their own, like, contingency plan, and it's just, like, green lights. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so they come he's like, hey, you can investigate this temple, like, this, this temple, this hotel, but you have to give up your guns. They're like, no, we have all authority, we're the high, we're a high table. Yeah, we're the high he's table. Like, and also he no, says, like, don't. it's been, uh, like, deconsecrated or whatever, which is oh, what yeah, happened they tell to the, the Continental you have, you have one, one hour, and when he says that, he's like, okay, it's on. So they start shooting arrows at the dudes in the suits, and a fight ensues, and it's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, no, no, when does Donnie Yen show up? He shows up at this time. Yeah, yeah he's he there with them, yeah. Because they talk, yeah, he's, he's like, hello, old friend. Yeah. Uh, so he shows up and then he goes and eats soup while this fight goes down. So yeah, the fighting goes, goes down and they're trying to it's like kill they're trying to kill each other and stuff. And then you get a scene where Donnie in literally has to put um Donnie in like in his blind and he has to put like doorbell things, motion sensors on the kitchen. Yeah. To find out when people go past so he can shoot them. Never do anything with that again in the movie, because later on in the movie, he can just perfectly know where everybody is and shoot he them. He doesn't ever perfectly know where anybody is. Do you, yeah, you notice what... No, he doesn't. That's a complete lie. If you watch the movie, oh, he blind fires... Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. He blind fires every time. Every time, it's literally just like... Bah, 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 he bah, he's just firing the, in the general direction. He never direction. loses a hand-to-hand -hand combat fight. He never loses a gunfight. He's blind. It's a step too far. Um... Uh, oh, we also forgot about what's his name. We see the what's his name. We see the the new tracker dude right before this happened. Yes, Mister Nobody. I liked Mister yeah. Nobody. I know you hated him. I didn't him. care for his. I, liked I, I didn't hate I him. I just didn't cool. care for his character. I thought he was cool. Yeah. I liked him. I liked his aesthetic. He's got the lever action rifle. He's got the revolver. He's got the dog. I thought he was sick. I liked him. I thought he was cool. He was actually like um, out of the like new not super bad people. I, I he was my favorite. Like I liked him better than uh, Kane than Donnie Yen's character. I thought Mr. My Nobody was cool. Was the, the My favorite that, that dies. I liked him too, but he wasn't in it that much. Nope, because he's yeah. about to die. Yeah. So then they, everything happens, and they're like, they get back to John. They're like, we gotta fight our way out. And then the, the daughter like the, becomes like she turns into a badass. She takes off her robe, and she's got her bow and arrow. And so cool action goes down, and then uh, she gets shot, and this, and of course to the side, and. Then the dot the dad shows up and he's samuraiing everybody and he's like he see runs into John Wick and he's like get out of here John come out come, go out the way you came and kill as many of them as you can he's like okay yeah and then we so get then one of the, this... one of the best action scenes of the movie which is that whole part where he fights everyone he's got the nunchucks and it's really cool and also it does exactly what the last of us should have which is when John sees a better gun he picks it up 
I love like <laughs> that's what I thought of when I was watching it. I was like, oh yeah, Joel would see that M4 and be like, nah. No. Does yeah. anyone have a lever action rifle I anywhere? Thought... <laughs> the the nunchucks are cur- cool. I thought they stuck on us for too long, but it's not really that big. It, they deal. didn't. It's just for that one moment. That's it. But, and I thought the nunchucks um, were sick. What else was it say? One dude it gets whipped in the nuts like movie, five times by nunchucks. Like, movie, oh. they always, in the John Wick movies, they always make a conscious decision to show John Wick reloading, but like you never see him else reloading. It's just funny because like they're always wanting you to like John Wick. You reloading. do see other people reloading. I don't feel like you see it near as much as John, but yeah. So this well, because John's the main character, and he's made it more than everyone else. Everyone else, part, do- everyone else dies before they have a chance to reload again. Got Donnie in, and then this part happens. Oh, so you do see Johnny, Donnie in reload, yeah. And he comes back and he fights John Wick, which John Wick would beat his ass because he's blind and just shoot him. He's not but... trying to kill him. I don't know if you noticed that part. That's like a big theme throughout all the movies, the fact that if John Wick wants you dead, you'll die. But there are several people throughout the John Wick franchise that he fights and he spares because he doesn't. Well, he doesn't, like... well, he doesn't kill John here and he's trying to fight for his daughter. So Well, I no, guess... Johnny Yen's trying to kill him. John's not trying to kill Kane. That's what I'm saying. Well, man, there's literally one part where he's like, are you dead, John? Where it's like, well... One yes, Kane is trying to kill John. John is not so, trying to kill Kane. They have a decent fight, but like I just I thought I, it was this, cool. That's a bridge too far for me. I was like this this wouldn't be happening. Um, oh my goodness. Nothing how, would oh, be happening in this movie, how, Ian. John Wick would be dead. John, how does John get away? It, doesn't the one guy show up or how does he get away? Does uh, he like hold a gun to him? I think just more people show up. I can't remember. I thought the tracker pulls a gun on Donnie and he's like, he won't kill John yet because the tracker wants to drive the price up to kill John The, the, the tracker pull, pulls a gun later when they're in the garden. Yeah, more okay. dudes show up, I think, and like start shooting at him and John just makes his escape. And then he runs to the tracker and John's like, what's your whole deal? And the tracker like tells him and he's like, price isn't high enough yet. And the tracker kills one of the, like, uh, one of the, um, what's the, uh, Skarsgård's guys. One of the Marquis guys. And, you know, in the gray suits. And then John oh, just yeah. keeps going. Yeah. Yeah, and then I don't remember what else happened. But he gets away. And... Oh, then he gets to the subway. And has some miraculous chance, the chick gets... The, the daughter gets on the same exact subway car as him with nobody else around. It was a miraculous around. chance. They they said how to get out. They told him how to get out earlier. And so, obviously, yeah, she, she meant to meet she him there. Exactly, that wasn't she, miraculous chance. She, knew, she went the opposite way, but somehow ended up in the she same place. She didn't go the him. opposite way. That yes, was did. no, no, she didn't. And they they planned it. They knew that was where he was going to go. This was not chance. Like this was set up. I don't believe it. Uh, it literally but was. She's like, "You kill Donnie in, or I will." Oh, that's another good. Oh yeah. So then, we we yeah. I skipped the part where Donnie in fights the her dad, and her dad is got shot. So they're yeah. like, "Yeah, he's definitely gonna die." And Donnie in's like, "Let me know where he is, so like you can save your daughter." And he's like, "Friendship." It's worthless when it's convenient. It's yeah. basically what his, his yeah. line is. It's just he was a good. really cool character. Yeah, so he fights. He gets killed by a blind guy in a sword fight. Okay. That totally would happen. Um, oh, my goodness. Nothing I in this could. movie would happen, Ian. I, this, I None of it would happen. That's a bridge too far. And uh, There so are the, so the many more unrealistic things than a blind guy fighting in this movie that happened. That, that fight? So they have the sword fight, and my boy dies. And it, the one good part is, like, she goes to pick up the sword to, like, try and avenge her father. Donnie is like, nope, choose life. <laughs> like, yeah, he just don't says, don't up. do that. He's like, it ain't going to end well for you. Yeah, like, he tells her, choose life. <laughs> that was yeah, good. He's like, was like really you pick cool. up that sword, you fight me, you're dying. So that part was funny. Uh, and then the whole thing happens. And I don't remember what happens after that. So, like, she tells him, you kill him or I'll kill him. And then he goes back to New York, right? Uh, Yeah, he goes back to New York, I think. 
thing. I'm trying to remember because we saw it on Thursday, and it's Monday now that we're talking about it. And it was three hours. Oh, yeah, yeah, because, well, the next thing you see is Winston's talking to uh, Lawrence Westford in character. He's like, I need to talk to John. He's like, why oh, yeah. would I talk to you last time you saw him? You killed him. He's like, because I need to talk to him. Yeah, and so he's he like, I showed... had no choice as well, yeah. Yeah, so he shows up, and he's... And yeah, they he, and talk his... at uh, Shran's, uh, like, grave or yeah. whatever. And yeah. so he's like, listen... He's like, there's a way for you to earn your freedom. You challenge the marquee to a 1v1. It's the old rules, the old ways, and you can get away. And if you kill him in a 1v1, then the table has to grant you. There's a specific like Latin phrase for it, Venencia or something, to blah. Basically, you're free of all obligations, and you're done. Yeah. Um, and and, he's, and like, he's like, tell him to be smart about it. Because he's like, what are you going to do? He's like, I'm going to kill the marquee. And like, Winston tells you, you got to be smart about it. Do it under the old yeah. rules so that way you can get your freedom yeah. and like you don't do something really retarded. And he's like, well, how do I do this? Like, we have to be part of a family. And you have to have a, a primary backer and a secondary backer. He's like, I can be your secondary backer, but you need a primary. You need a family, family yeah. Had, and you need to go back Which is there the family that like, we saw from the third one where he used his ticket when he was excommunicado. I totally forgot about that, but. That he's like, you have to do that. He's like, okay, I'll have to go talk to them. And Winston's doing this because Winston knows, you find later on, that if, if you back the guy and they win, you get like you can ask for what you want too. And he asked for his hotel back to be reinstated and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, because they Paid completely the blew it up. Table. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then so, we, we also get the scene where the marquee uh, talks to Mr. Nobody, talks to the tracker, which I really like that scene. Oh, um, yeah. The, the, he calls the guy in. I like the horse uh, tables. Yeah. I love that scene. And also, like, there's a couple scenes in here where this it was really the cool. Best, this is the best scene that Marquis in. Yes. I think it's his best scene. Because I thought it was really cool because um, at first it seems like the tracker has all the leverage and he's kind of, like, bitching the Marquis. And then he stabs his freaking hand and the tracker's like, what the hell is going on? And he tells him, like, you know, there's two different things you can do here. You can either pull your the, the knife out of your hand or you can pull your hand, like, through the knife and it'll let me know what type of man you are. And uh, I that was one of the uh, couple times this movie where the entire theater you could feel had the same reaction, which was really cool. Because that, that's one of the coolest parts about going to a theater, like a pack showing for a movie that everyone's excited for. And when like, something like that Shazam. happens, everyone was like, ah, at the same time. And it was really, I love that moment. Like, that was one of the coolest parts of the movie because of how everyone reacted. You could feel the, the vibe of everyone in the theater and everyone's reaction. I loved it. Like, and I thought that scene was really cool. Yeah, it's the best scene the marquee's in, probably the, the hunters, or the trackers in too. Because it's like, yeah, like you got to do this now. Like, like, and Donnie Ann tells him before he goes over to him, he's like, don't take the deal. Donnie Ann's like, don't, don't get part of the, don't be a part of this life. You, like, yeah. You never get out. Yeah. Um, but he does it. And the one part is kind of dumb is I keep arguing about price the whole movie. Like, okay, 30 million. We agreed to it. Then they push it up. And then, but, um, so yeah, he pulls his hand out, which is just a disgusting, good scene. The best thing to mark he's in. Cause it's like the best time where you get to like, you really get to feel scars guard being like evil and in control. Yeah. Um, so that happens, and then we cut to John. What was this? Belgium? He was in. I don't He's know in Berlin. He He's in Berlin. Berlin, so yeah. Germany, to meet his family, which I totally forgot about these people. I saw them. I was like, "Who?" <laughs> um, yeah. and they want to kill him because Why? because he killed the man above the table at the beginning of this movie, and when they did that to punish his family, they then killed the head of that family, which was this chick's oh, yeah. Uncle uh, Peter. Yeah, this chick's yeah, uh Peter. dad. That this this girl was like a sister to John because John is an orphan. He was taken in by this uh, crime family when he was young, and they raised him. And this girl was like this lady was like a sister to him, and so she's pissed because her dad got died because of the actions of John. And yeah, 
And so she tells him what to do is like, you can kill the man that killed my dad, which is uh, the dude that runs the club. And that actually, that's probably my favorite new character in the entire movie. And they, they, they say, I forgot about him, but they say, yeah, if you kill him, we'll come back. We'll give you your ticket and we'll sponsor you to fight the high table, uh, the marquee. That's what they tell him. Yeah, so he goes uh, there, and it's Scott Adkins in a freaking fat suit with an accent, and holy crap, if if you if you watch, like, direct-to-DVD martial arts movies for, like, the past decade or so, to, to, like, 15 years, you know who Scott Adkins is, he's a legend in that, but he's known more for, like, he's got really cool kicks, he's really good at action, he's not known for his acting, he killed it in this role. He is awesome. This is one of my favorite parts of the movie as well. Like, it, he does so good when he's talking all that because uh, Donnie Yen's there, so Kane is there, uh, Mr. Nobody's there, and John is there, and they're all there at his uh, table while he's doing his card tricks and stuff. Also, fun fact, uh, Chad, the director, talked about this. He talked about how they originally hired, like, one of the best card trick dudes in the th- business to do it, and Scott Askin says no, and then, like, took a month and just, like, sat in a hotel room and learned how to do it, so that was all him doing the card tricks. But anyways, uh, yeah, he's talking to him. He's talking about all the stuff and he's like just reveling in this villainous role he's so good i love that part like he was he's my favorite new character in the whole movie yeah, he's, I forgot about him. he's probably he's probably the coolest new character i did think like i didn't think it's kind of stupid that both donnie everyone's there to kill john wick and, and they can all kill him and said they're all just like no we're not gonna do it but it it kind of goes away because of how cool the, the next scene they is can't they kill fight. there's cons oh my goodness um so yeah like i the tracker's kind of lame. Donnie is there. And then instead of, like, kill, like uh, so John Wick goes and, like, they're getting, or he loses because the house always wins because he's got five of a kind. Like, really surprising. And how did Donnie Yen know what his cards were exactly? Because they weren't Braille cards. I don't know. He just knew. Well, convenient. Um, oh uh, the unrealistic action movie where John Wick kills 10,000 people like, is unrealistic. There was no reason to make his character blind. It was cool. It, it would have been fine if it... No, no it was... Yes, it is. What? Literally every single review... Uh, I disagree. I think John Wick, still my character in the movie, has talked about how Donnie Yen is like their favorite part of the movie and he's so cool. No, he was You're the one person who's like, it's unrealistic. But the part where, you know, Keanu Reeves kills 10,000 people, that I can buy. But a blind man doing anything? He loses, and because John Wick loses, he's going to, like, die. And instead of anyone shooting him, John Wick takes a card, and I thought it killed the dude at first. No, he just sliced his fat-ass neck. Yeah. Well, I guess a pretty deep slice. Um, And then Donnie Yen and the tracker help John Wick escape or kill these guys. These dudes are trying to kill all of them. Yeah. And so then we uh, have yeah. a sick fight in a club. That's really cool. Yeah, this part's just... cool. When John Wick one v ones the uh, the fat dude is really fun because the guy's like throwing kicks and stuff, and it's it's a fun fight. Because Scott scene. Adkins and he's sick. Yeah, it's a it's a fun yeah. fun. It's fight a really scene. it's a really cool fight scene and like him just shooting the dudes of the club while everyone's just drugged up partying and not even reacting. It's pretty great. And the waterfalls. That's one of the things that um they talked about how the director. Uh, Chad Stileski has a uh, had like a bucket list for action scenes, and one of the things he won, he won like a club with like a bunch of waterfalls. They're talking about how a logistic nightmare it was to have the waterfalls, the continuity of them, and, like the reflections. But they were oh, actually there. It wasn't CGI. Like you could see the uh, you could see the uh, the behind the scenes footage, and it's actually there, the waterfalls, and it's so cool. Like how oh, they... this is I forgot. Like there's so much in this movie. Even though I complain that it's it's really long, which it is really long, there is a lot of good in this movie. Um, I thought like the Japanese fight scene went a little too long. You could have trimmed like five I minutes didn't think there. That went too long. This scene cool. is really, this front scene is really fun. Like him fighting this guy is really great. 
Um, it is funny though because he kind of like kills the guy by throwing him down like what two stories to fly the stairs. Like that's like the ending killing blow. Oh, he lands directly on his fat yeah. head. Like he's yeah. Well, John dead. Wick falls there out is... of a five story building later. And John Wick die, falls but... like fifteen different times in this movie where he should be dead and have uh, a broken back. But yeah, so he goes and kills him and he grabs the tooth and then the tracker has a chance to kill John Wick again, but he doesn't. Um. Because he want he no because Donnie Yen approaches him. Remember, he leaves and Donnie Yen is right there. Remember, so no, he has I... he has his sight set on John Wick and Donnie Yen uh, is right there. Is like nah, I don't remember that. Yeah, um, that's why. Uh, I just remember him looking. Oh, maybe it's or later where he at where he's looking at him while he's walking through like the pillars. Yes, that, that was this time. Donnie Yen's there. Okay, that's I don't... why he doesn't do it. Yeah. Okay. So anywho, John gets John brings a tooth to the guy. That's his proof because he has to have proof back to his family, and they burn his mark on his arm, which would just not be fun. Uh, they burn a mark on his arm and say, "Okay, you're back now. We'll sponsor you." Yeah. And so then, then he calls, huh? I was saying. And then we get the scene where Winston goes and talks to the marquee, where we get like yeah. a, a like sixty seconds of Winston walking through a museum, which I loved. I love seeing like a giant uh, ass art. Yeah. Giant ass art. I love seeing like five five Ian McShane just like strutting through a museum. It's great. And, and he's he, like, he's John Wick's challenge you the old rules, and he's like, those we don't have to challenge that. And so like, uh, Winston plays off his ego a lot. Yeah. And being like, oh, what well, blah, you could be the one to end John Wick. Because this whole time, the Marquis is like, this isn't about John Wick. This is about the idea of John Wick. Like he doesn't want to make it about John Wick because he doesn't want to like kind of face the reality of it. He's just saying the idea, but now he's confronted with you could be the person that ends John Wick. You know, yeah, you could be the one. Because Winston talked about, he's like, you know how many Marquis there have been before you, like, and no yeah. one remembers any of them. And he's like, but you kill John Wick, and suddenly people remember you. And he's like, ooh, that sounds enticing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he uh, – And he sets his terms about getting his hotel rebuilt and everything and being the manager again and all that. Yeah. And so he's like, the market's like, okay, I agree. So they have to meet. So um, they have, they're in France. So they meet at this uh, location where – same location that um, Henry Cavill meets well, the one – Because it's, it's the cool part right in front of the Eiffel yeah. Tower. Yeah. yeah, meets the chicken uh, there Mission Impossible. There have been like Impossible. a million movies that do that. Yeah. yeah, and they sit there and they play. They basically play this game where they have cards face down. I don't know what the what the cards are. It's basically like okay, you pick your weapons and whoever you say what what your weapons you want, and then you both just pick a card. Whoever's a higher number gets to pick gets to win. Yeah. So they and the pick. The harbinger is overseeing it all. Yeah. So they pick. Uh, John. The one guy wants knives or swords, but John wants pistols. He wins that. The location. I think the guy wins. I think it, no, the time. Yeah. The guy wins. Yeah, and which I get sunrise at I don't remember the name of the location, which doesn't matter because it's just green screen and yeah. uh and pistols. Yeah, and so and then Winston also gets his terms, and then at the last second the Marquis like I'm gonna appoint a champion, and he picks Donnie in surprise. Yeah, uh because it's his right to pick a champion. Yeah, uh, so he chooses uh, Donnie in to fight for him, and then yeah. we see John and Winston meet up with Lawrence Fishburne, uh the King of the Bowery. And he's like, I'm expanding my empire. I'm out of New York City, baby. Lawrence Fishburne, like, chews up this role. He's so doesn't, good. Doesn't he, doesn't he give him a new suit, too? Yes, that's what I mean. He yeah, gives yeah. it Because he says you need to be, uh, you need to have, like, look good for your funeral or when you're getting married. And so yeah. it's apart from the trailer. And so he gives him that. And, it, and then, and then the mark. Go ahead. And then they're like, uh, and he's like, how close can you get me to the church? Because that's where, where we're going to be fighting at, like, 6 a.m., He's like, I can get you this far. Sunrise so is six oh three. So he gets them in the boat and he takes them as close as he can. But what were you gonna say? Yeah, then we see the marquee talking to his right right hand command. He's like, he won't make it till sunrise. 
Yeah, because uh, they, they, they the, like the bounty keeps going up and up and up and up and up. Yeah. So we have a uh, we have the freaking fight on that like traffic circle or whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, which is like the Mission Impossible. I can't remember the name. But it's the famous arch there that Tour de France goes past every year. Mission Impossible is where Tom Cruise rode the motorcycle around. Uh, fight scene happens there where there's they're just they're they're showing He's... like the radio station is putting all these hits. Yeah, because he, cause he kills a couple guys job. before that and he t- gets a muscle car, which is reminiscent of the car he had originally, like in the first movie. And he gets back in the second, um, and he just goes around shooting people and it's sick. And he hits people, he gets hit, and he fights a bunch of dudes. He has the um, the one guy played by Marco who just keeps coming back and was reminiscent of like an old school action movie, like early 2090s action movie villain. Like you have those guys that just like keep coming back. And I like that. I like seeing him. Uh, and he like gets hit by a car like, a couple times and that fight's really cool. And then we move on and we get to what I think is the best action sequence of the entire oh, movie. Also the, the, the guys, the guy, the tracker's dog gets hit by a car here. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, so then yeah, then we get then John Wick gets into this house, and this is the best scene in the whole movie. Is they sue you can describe amazing. it amazing. It's like it's like Hotline Miami, and it's with dragon's breath rounds and a shotgun, and it's so sick. It's just top down shooting dudes. They they do it to where they hide the cuts so it looks like it's one long like unbroken scene, and yeah. it is awesome i also feel like i could watch that scene like five more times and pay attention to different aspects of it because it's like it's such a large like scope that you can like are you looking at john wick are you looking at guys shooting what part are you looking like i feel like i can watch that and like notice different things it's each the time. best scene that, it's the best scene in the in the movie it's that, unique it's, you haven't it, seen it before it's, it's great yeah it's so cool and i feel like uh they did one of the things that one of the reasons i like this better than the third one again i like the third one a lot as well is the fact that the action didn't feel as repetitive in this as the third one. The third one felt like um, there wasn't as much variety. This one felt like there was a lot more variety in the oh, action. Oh, we get we, we get rep- repetition pretty soon, but yeah, this 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 felt entirely new. Like you literally hadn't seen this before. Oh yeah, it, and yeah. it was awesome. It was sick. Yeah, um, and I thought of Hotline Miami because that's like the big one, but I believe the director came out and said it was some other game, like some like Hong Kong type game that was like Hotline Miami. I believe before that he was inspired by. Um, but yeah. it looks so. So cool. John Room clears his whole house, and then the tracker gets there, and the tracker's like, "Okay, now the bounty's forty-five million, so I'm gonna kill him." And him and John Wick tussle, and then instead, like the guy sends the dog on anyone he wants to kill, but conveniently he doesn't send the dog on John Wick. And surprise, surprise, the right. Well, the dog, the, the dog's fighting other in. people. Yeah, and John Wick has a position where he can kill Mister Nobody. He has him in a position; he's taking his back. He can kill him, but yeah. then uh, the, the the Terminator essentially of this movie comes in, and uh, he's about to kill the dog. And John decides instead of killing Mister Nobody, he kills the guy that's going to kill or not kills. He shoots the guy that's going to kill the dog to save him. And so Mr. Nobody's in like, okay, he saved my dog. Because there was like, a oh, couple moments earlier with the dog where you see how much he cares about him. Like the part we were talking about, the horse Well, you knew, you knew this was coming from the moment you saw that John Wick was going to save the dog, and that's why the, Mr. Nobody wasn't going to kill him. I, like, still, it was, I still really liked it. I liked that moment a lot. Um, it was okay. Uh, um, but yeah, so that happens. The dog uh, – so John Wick shoots the, yeah, the Terminator, and then Mr. Nobody's like, okay. He's like, okay, he's just sitting there. And then so then John Wick has like – 30 minutes to get to like to go up 242 steps to get to the uh the place where he has to be for sunrise and he has to be there exactly at 63 or else he lo- like his challenge isn't accepted yeah um so he fights like an entire army of people going it's up sick. these stairs he fight, which he i thought so was cool dudes. uh but he gets to the top 
And then he gets kicked all the way back down. And the Terminator shows up and kicks him all the way back down. That's when I was like, that's ridiculous. I love it. The entire movie's ridiculous, and that's part of why I love it. I love that part where he freaking... He kicks it. I love it because he he did did all that work. He's like, man, it's nice. And then all of his progress gets undone because he just gets kicked down all the flights of stairs. 242 stairs. All again. And this time he's got Kane to help him. And I thought it was really cool. Uh, and it, then he just like kills and a bunch of people. It's at six. And they have three minutes to get up. To and get then to the, the dog top. kills the Terminator. Yeah. So then they, Kane somehow kills everyone. And he doesn't know where they're at because he's blind, but he somehow does it. Uh, going up to the top, so they kill everyone. Like Dylan said, the Terminator comes up, and then the dog goes and bites the dude's nuts off and stuff. And then they get shot. And then the the other guy shoots him in the face with a lever action. Um, his guns were cool. Yeah, yeah, I love this whole aesthetic. It was really sick. Yeah. Uh, so then they finally get to the top. They get there just at 603, and they have these dueling pistols. And this is something Dylan pointed out that's entirely true. This whole movie is shot yeah. beautifully in awesome locations. The ending scene is done on, like, a $15 green screen. It looks absolutely it atrocious. It looks horrible. This movie, like, the whole time up and awful. Up, the whole time up until the ending, I was thinking about how, like, this is filmmaking on a level I haven't seen this year. Like, it is, everything's done so well, and it's so beautiful, and the movie looks amazing. All the colors, like, everything is so good. And then you get to, like, the ending, the climax, and, like, they're there's, just, like, they're in, like, a studio, like, out of green screen. I'm like, there's what? There's two trees on both sides of the, them that look like they're from, like, a 2008 video game. It, it, it looks is really so bad. glaringly bad how bad these I, trees like, are. I get it's hard to do because they're doing it at sunrise, so you know, doing all your shots and everything within this window of sunrise would be hard. But my goodness, it's gotta why, be better than that. Why do it's gotta you be better than that? Why is especially this... with all the stuff you got, with, like all the cool shots you got of Paris earlier? They have some really cool shots of the New York skyline. Well, the entire rest of the movie looks amazing. It's just but it's this hard when it's your part. climax. Yeah, your climax. So anywho, that aside, and it is it is very distracting scene. Yeah, but uh. The dueling pistols, and they said tell you the rules. You go 30 paces, even though I count, they only go 20 paces. Um, 30 paces, you both shoot. If no one's dead, you walk in 10 more paces. You shoot again. If no one's dead, you keep you keep doing it until somebody dies. Or I guess until you're kissing. I don't believe you. I think they went 30 paces. No, I counted. There were multiple things in this movie I brought up that you completely forgot. I don't think you got that right. I 20 paces. guarantee you. you I, I highly doubt the filmmakers of the movie is like, go 30 paces, and then they didn't actually go 30 paces. Yeah. So somehow... Uh, Donnie Yen hits John Wick with his gun, and so does John Wick hit him, but John Wick isn't blind. Um, so they hate each other, but of course, they're both glancing blows. Nothing, nothing serious. Um, and this was so set up, you could totally see this was happening from the get-go. But then they move in ten paces, and they shoot again, and surprise, John Wick hits him in, like, the stomach, or, like, the oblique, but it's through and through. And I will say, the pistols look sick, and the shot, the, the, the bullets look cool. Um, and Donnie in glances him again. So they have to t- they move 10 feet again. And then uh, they move 10 paces in, and now they're, like, really close. And I heard in the theater, you only hear one gun fire, and John Wick falls over. The movie's trying to get you to think two guns fire. I, I knew only one fire. Yeah, yeah I-, I don't think it was trying to get you that two fired because I, th- I knew it was only one as well. I think everyone did. I don't think so. I think it was just trying to get you to forget by, like, going quickly or, like, trying to make you think that maybe oh. the rules weren't that each guy got a shot. You yeah. know? I think that's what it was because, like, it was very obvious that only one guy fired. Yeah, yeah so... John Wick falls over. And the Marquis yeah. like, oh, I claim to come in and uh, finish off John Wick. 
and he grabs the pistol. And this part's kind of stupid because the movie is so setting it up for Donnie Yen to get out, where he's like, "My daughter and I are free from our thing." Yes, of course they are. Like it's so like well, of checking course. Out the box. Well, no, no, because he's making sure he's not going to hand the pistol to Marquis if his daughter's not free. That's all that was. That wasn't like the movie like telling you. That was literally him being like, "Yeah, if I hand you this pistol, my it daughter's was, good, it right?" Was both. No, it wasn't. It, was it made perfect sense. You wouldn't be like, so "You the, did all this stuff, and you're going to be like, I'm so not going to make sure my daughter and me are okay." So then, no, the Marquis, of course you're going to make Marquis sure. Marquis goes to kill John Wick, but Winston taunts him, being like, "Well, you dumbass, he didn't fire." Are you arrogant, prick? He says something along those lines. And the Marquis, being an idiot, instead of shooting him, John Wick just shoots him. Well, he right can't there and kills because him. if he shoots him, then the high table is going to murder him. He can't shoot John Wick. That's against the rules. The high table will murder him, and he's not John Wick. He can't get out of there. So, yeah, of course he doesn't shoot John. Anyway, he was going to if he didn't. If he didn't, what do you call it? No, he was going was to if John had already fired, because then that would be within the rules, and he could have killed him. And the high table wouldn't have killed him. He can't shoot because of the rules. That's no, why. Yes, that's why. That's literally how it works. So then John shoots him in the head. And he's dead, and that's how it all comes to an end. And a really lame ending to the villain. The villain didn't really do anything at the end of it. And like then, I said, his, his best scene was when he put the knife in the guy's hand. That's it. Yeah, and then uh, like John talks to Winston for a second, and he talks to Donnie in for a second, and then he goes and he lays on the stairs, and he presumably dies because then we see his gravestone next. And also, we had that scene earlier where they talk about if you were on a, if it, like what would you put on your gravestone? Because he's talking uh. about what he had to put on Sharon's gravestone. Um, and he said loving husband. And so we see that on John's way gravestone it says loving husband. He's next to his wife and it's presumed he's dead. We don't know if he actually is or not. Um, I hope not because the whole like thing in the other movies, the reason he was fighting to live so hard was to continue on the memory of his wife. And in this for him to just like, I feel a hundred percent like the thing with the marquee wasn't really personal. The marquee was sent by the high table. Like the other, like in John wick one and two, everything was very personal. What happened there? That's why I think the best one was the first one. It was so personal, such a contained yeah. story. And then the third one, he's just in a war as a result of one and two. And then this one's like the Marquis just like sent to do his job. But it's not like a personal thing they have. So for and him to specifically want to kill the Marquis, I feel like he would have killed Kane to keep living for his wife. I feel like him not killing Kane and then killing the Marquis to then die doesn't make sense. So I hope he did live. We don't know because it's kind of ambiguous. Um, I feel like that doesn't make sense because like his whole thing in the other movies was like, they, they asked him, like, why do you want to live? And he's like, to continue on the memory of my wife. And now he just dies killing someone that like, wasn't personal. And so, they didn't yeah. really make it personal either. They only meet for like five minutes before the end of the movie. And yeah. like I said, the guy chickens out and has Donnie in and you knew he was not going to kill Donnie in cause they're making Donnie in like not the worst guy. So it's really kind of just like, eh. And like I said, the, the ending wasn't. The ending wasn't as good as the rest of the movie, for sure. Yeah. So, so. I just I, I just felt like it did, that part didn't make sense if he did die. Like, I felt like it was kind of dumb to have him if he did actually die there, considering how hard he fought in the other movies. And then this That's one, a good to, point. Like, I didn't think of that. That's to a good not point. have, like, a uh, – to not have a personal connection or vendetta. It's like the Marquis just ate – like they mentioned before, there's been a billion Marquis. This dude was just sent by the high table yeah. because of what John had done. And he was – like he doesn't – he's not memorable. After the hand scene, he doesn't do anything that's memorable. He sends a bunch of assassins out to kill John Wick. They don't kill him. He has the other guy fight his battles, and then he just gets bitched in the end. Yeah. Well, I, I liked all the scenes he was in. Uh, I thought he was really good, like each scene where he's in like doing his rich people stuff. But yeah, he doesn't yeah, do Yeah, but he lot. doesn't do anything that leaves a mark at, besides the hand thing. Yeah. But anyways, I just thought like that... you said though, but he he did better than that. Like he could it could have been better. 
They they could have so like it 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 just didn't really make sense with how that went down. But that's not like a huge gripe with the movie. The rest of the movie is really good, and I like it a lot. But I still like the first two better. Having I've seen all four of these movies in the past week, and I like the first two better than uh, than the fourth one. But it's still really good, and it's a great. I movie. have not seen all four of these movies in the past week. Yeah, I know. Uh, I uh yeah yeah. They're all like they're all really good, but the first one's my favorite, and the second one, and then the fourth one, then the third. Um, but they're all really good. So, anything else you want to say before we move on to Mando? Go see it's the best movie so far this year. Yes. All right, on to Mandalorian. Uh. Okay. <laughs> This episode was 30 minutes long, and this show is still about nothing. This show I, is such video game plot, it's ridiculous. There's not, like, beyond that, they just, there's no centralized plot at all, but no this episode's not it. very good, same as the others. Let's get into spoilers now. Alright, spoilers <laughs> for Mandalorian. Freaking... Dylan, Dylan really enjoyed this episode, as you can tell. Uh, Grogu, spar- Grogu spars against the child from the first episode and hits him with some paintballs. Then the uh, Which doesn't make any sense, because I thought it goes by rounds. I didn't know you could shoot all three of them at once. Yeah, it didn't make sense at all. Grogu cheats like a little jerk. No, he didn't. That was apparently you could do that. The other kid was just mentally kid, retarded, kid, I guess. The other kid's just an idiot. He's yeah. the one that got captured. Yeah, and so then no, a big, a big space bird... Yes, that's what I'm saying. Oh, I forgot. Damn and so it. then a big big space bird comes and kidnaps him and his dad flies after him for about 30 seconds and it's like oh i ran out of fuel but then uh freaking what's her name comes in and like chases the bird oh, she's like gets i on, found she gets on her spaceship she gets her yeah, spaceship she, yeah the other one like, are two idiots yeah the she's like I... is too like this happens all the time apparently oh yeah this bird has come and like picked off stuff before I'm like oh uh we found where this uh we found where the bird nest is. We gotta go, and we can't just jetpack up because we gotta be silent, otherwise we'll startle it. Who knows? So they go to the nest, they climb up. It's really oh, whatever. You're forgetting the Order 66 flashback. Oh yeah, we get the Order 66 flashback. That part was all right. I like seeing the different Order 66. That was stuff. the best part of the episode. Yeah, I do love anytime Star Wars is like we need people like us. They just do Order 66. Order 66 like everyone, is cool. Everyone, yeah, Ahmed so- Best as the Jedi that saved Grogu. That was cool. Happy for him. Happy that he yeah, got that. Yeah, I'm happy for him too. Side note: These Jedi need to die. Yeah, well, I mean... I'm sick of Jedi's making it through Order 66. They need to die. Did he survive Order 66? He survived out of Coruscant, at least. Or out of... Uh, yeah, he survived out of He survived Coruscant. out of the temple. We don't know if he survived Order 66, because as well, we, we know... Well, we know he took off in light speed. Was he with them when he took yes, off? I he can't t- remember. he's the one. I... He got in the ship and took him off in light speed. Because remember, all the all the uh, Naboo guards die, so he gets in the ship with Grogu and takes off, and they go light speed. Yeah, I don't remember because this episode was like yeah. I completely forgot it. The that happened, and remember before Star Wars cheated with dumbass Ryan Johnson, you can't track through light speed, so he definitely got away, at least for the time being. Okay, so yeah, that happens. Then we go back to the modern day. They go to the bird nest. The sun's. Oh, this is so uh, dumb. The they sun's... go there like, well, we have to wait a day because it's too late now. Your kids up there being eaten, and they're like, no, we gotta wait for the for sunrise, bro. Whatever. They go up Let's there, make and camp. they see, like, three baby birds, and they see Mama Bird. Mama Bird's about to spit the sun up. They have a whole, like, action sequence to no, save No, no, it. at first they're like, oh, she's not here. I see my son. Yeah, so then the she thermals. shows up. Yeah, because they, they think in the thermal it's going to be the kid, but it's not. It's the baby birds. So they don't see three bodies. They only yeah. see one that looks like a kid, even though these are way bigger than the kid. Yeah. And so then they come up, and like, oh, whatever. And they have the whole action sequence with the bird, which is all right. And they end up saying, well, no, the, the, the bird spits up the kid. The kid's just been in this thing's digestive system for how long? Well, this is it's a space bird. 
Yeah. And also, yeah. this is what birds do. They, like, spit up worms and stuff. After they kids. kill it, freaking, yeah, the thing's just fine. Spits up the kid, and yeah, the guy's like, that's my son, which he didn't know about till now. So this guy was just cool with letting his son be, like, eaten for a day and a half. And, no, I uh, knew that before this. They didn't tell uh, you earlier on the episode. But yeah, they, they have their whole action sequence. They save him, they kill the bird, and then they uh, they show back up, and they have the three baby birds. That, again, for some reason, the Mandalorians just, like, kill this bird doing its own thing. Like, it's not an evil bird. And they take its children in, and the children are foundlings to the Mandalorians now. And also, side note, freaking, what the hell's her name? I completely forgot her name. I hate her character so much. Who? Uh, Kate Sackhoff? Yeah, the chick from Clone Wars. Bo-Katan? Bo-Katan. She's for some reason is like, man, the Mandalorian cult's actually pretty cool. After spending all of last season and the bit we've seen her this season saying that the Mandalorian cult sucks and is dumb, she's now like, yeah. it's cool, I like it, and she's into it. We also get the part where Groku is with the uh, is with the head of the Mandalorian tribe and like gets his like uh, he he gets his like some armor or whatever built for him, and also she he gets, she, a, he, gets a, he gets a chest plate that he's totally not gonna use. Uh, that he's not that she's he's not gonna have used to be saved him later on when he gets shot in the chest later this season. Yeah. Totally not gonna happen. Yeah, and she loses like her shoulder pad during part of it, so the head of the Mandalorians then makes her a new one with the insignia of the freaking what's it whatever. Minnesota, Minasaur, Minasaur, I think it was called right. Minasaur, Minasaur, something like that. It's not a Minotaur, but no, it's Minas something. It's like Minasaur. It's like a Minasaur. I think what they said. But yeah, uh, something so. like that. But the Mythosaur. Mythosaur, yeah, I knew yeah. something like that. That's what it's called. Anyways, yeah, she gets that because she has that, and then she has the, like, owl or whatever. It's like, is it cool to have both those? And the chick's like, yeah, that's cool. And then I think that's the end of the episode, ain't it? Yeah, it's like she's also, like, they made a big deal about, like, showing the Mandos being like, oh, you're the leader of this camp. You get to eat by the fire. Like she's Oh, like, yeah, really that happened earlier. Yeah, because like really she was this, leading the expedition, yeah. She's, like, really taking on to this cult slash becoming a leader, and she's, like, finding her people. So, no centralized plot. This episode did not – this is a filler episode, an eight-episode season. Yes. Dumbass episode. The Mandalorians are and, idiots. What, Mando's what, an idiot. What are we working towards this season? That's why I want to – because we had the first arc, which was he's got to get redeemed because he's taking his helmet off. Okay. We're done with dumbass, that now, and that was done. That was foot. that was done in literally one episode because we have other than that it was filler episodes. So we had one episode to complete that arc because the other was filler, and then we get more filler. What are we working towards now? What's going on? What what is the overall story of this eight episode season that we're now halfway through? Why do you keep doing all this? What is what? Ah, uh, I'd love to be in the meetings of the show. Like, when i comparing uh, it to the best clue. Star Wars show, Andor, they had, like, little arcs that they did that then built up to the end and everything, like, made sense and connected. This is, like, we had the one arc where he needs to, uh... Because it wasn't really an arc because it was done in one episode. Where it was, like, he needs to, you know, redeem himself. The show is so dumb. It's, like, so bad. This has been the worst season by far. Because the first two seasons had their problems. Like, they were far from perfect. But overall, I'd say they were, like, oh, enjoyable. Normally, like seven there's, out of like, a centralized storyline that we forget about for a few episodes, like a new fillers. This one, there's nothing to even forget about. It's like, we don't even have anything we're doing. We're just yeah. showing the it's Mandalorians a... being absolute idiots. And it was a 30-minute episode. Yeah, and I don't know why the Mandalorians decide on this planet or why they keep picking on the wildlife for some reason. Like, they I have... Get, like... I get, like, the Mandos want to be on a planet that's, like, harsh and tough as their environment, but this thing has come and taken your fondlings, and you're just like, yeah, Fondling we're just going to still do it and not be ready for them to come and take our, our kids. Like, they're just a bunch of idiots. Yeah, the Mandalorians just feel like a group of retards. 
They are. They, are it, so but it, they don't feel like a cool, like, you know, for a cool band of, like, hunters or anything. No, you don't Like, they felt them, like, like it seemed kind of like in the first season. They just seemed like a group of just bumbling idiots. Almost like, yes, a, like a comedy troupe. <laughs> you're like, you're like, oh, you're like, when you, like, Boba Fett was so cool, you didn't know anything about him, and you're like, he's a bounty hunter, he's sick. And then you find out, you're like, oh, these guys, these people suck. They, yeah. Everyone here sucks. Yeah, they all suck. And, Everything uh, about them suck. Is there anything else you want to say about this episode? It sucks. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. Man, Mando season three has been bad so far, and they got four more episodes. And you know <sighs> we're going to spend at least one episode with the dumbass doctor, so that's going to be a useless episode. Oh yeah. And we'll probably, have a, we'll probably have another. We'll probably have another filler episode. So that leaves us with two. Well, not the doctor. The doctor's dead. Oh yeah, the, the evil it's chick. Gonna, it's going to be the uh, the chick that can't act. Yeah. So yeah. then that means that, that leaves us with like. Uh, that was like two episodes of um, what do you call it? Two Remember episodes how of what? Boba Fett gave us a really cool episode where Mando hunted a bounty and went to a Halo ring, and it was like, "This is what I want for Mandalorian." And then like we don't get it. Oh, this is what I want for a bounty hunter show. Instead, we this get a good guy going around with a bumbling group of idiots that don't know what they're doing. Yeah, like literally, it's just so stupid. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I don't really have any more things to say about this episode. Do you? Uh. Uh, this episode is not good. It's uh nothing. This is just. It's just. We know they can do better than this, and they don't. Yeah. It's so. Dumb. All right. On to. We'll just talk quickly non spoilers. We won't get into spoilers or anything. We'll just do quick non spoilers. Dungeons and Dragons, because we saw that early. And it was actually pretty fun. The trailers for this movie were atrocious. I thought this movie was going to be horrific and awful. It was pretty fun like i had a good time there's way too much exposition they go from one place to another just explaining things constantly they go like well this one time we did this thing and blah 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 blah, blah. like that's constantly throughout the movie that's so that's annoying but seeing chris Pine and his merry band of misfits just like be idiots and like have fun is oh, actually a good time i enjoy i actually i think that for one thing the trailers are bad for this movie the i don't really think the bad. trailer i don't think the trailers like do a good job for this movie uh chris pine has a great job i actually really like the team they had i thought everyone on the team like had their own like thing and they did pretty good like michelle rodriguez is really good uh the two other people on their team were good yeah. the only thing i thought was a little kind of d- lame was like the uh the villains like yeah, the villains uh hugh cool. grant's character is kind of like very like cut and dry on like just generic Being, bad guy, yeah. Yeah, but and then the the evil person, you don't really feel the threat they're trying to make you feel. But no, like when you're spending time with the like Dylan said, the, the group of misfits, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun time. I thought they did was pretty good. I thought they had a good rapport and I thought it was I thought it was a, a fun movie. I couldn't yeah. believe I enjoyed it and thought and had that much fun, good time with it. I mean there's entirely dumb stuff in the movie too. Yeah. And it, like it, why why are you doing that? But I but if you just take it for what it is, it's a fun movie. Yeah, if you just want to go have a good time at the theater, it's definitely worth seeing. Don't it's not yeah. like this is the best movie of all time. No. But if you just want like a like to have a good time at the theater, go see it. It's good. It's and uh, man, the part with the dragon was by far the best. Oh, the part fat of it. dragon. There's a fat. You see in the trailer. The yeah. fat dragon's hilarious. Oh, the fat it's so dragon funny. part's great. And also, I barely fly. I forgot <laughs> how good of a leading man Chris Pine is because he's not in a whole lot of stuff anymore. Like, you forget that, oh, yeah, he's really good and can carry a movie on his own. But, like, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't seen, like, a Chris Pine movie since, like, Wonder Woman 1984. That movie sucked. Also, like, I think a good part of the movie is a movie knows it's not, like, that serious of a movie. Oh, it's so very it self-aware. Yeah, yeah, it's very self-aware of what's going on with it. Like, there's parts where it's, like, let's just use magic for that. Well, we can't for that. Or, like, it, it's very good that it's, like, it realizes, like, what it is. And it's not trying to be, like, something super serious or, or uh like oh we're this big drama like it has moments where it's trying to like get you to feel drama and feel sadness but it's it knows exactly what it is yeah it's done real well 
So go see it if you uh, if you're interested in it. If you want, if you're looking for something to do um, this weekend, it's definitely worth seeing. But John Wick's definitely the best movie of the year so far. So yeah, uh, I think that's about it for this episode. Thank you, Evan, for listening, and we'll see y'all later. Peace.